Cremaholics, it's your host Kinsey bringing you another episode this week of Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays was a segment created by Holly and I to keep missing persons name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. In the U.S., 90,000 people are missing at any given time. While some are found alive or deceased, the majority are still missing today. On this Missing Mondays episode, I will be bringing you the missing persons case of Akia Eggleston. Akia Eggleston is missing from Baltimore City, Maryland. She disappeared on May 3, 2017. Akia was born September 6, 1994. She's an African-American female with black hair and brown eyes. She weighs approximately 100 pounds and is only 4 feet 8 inches tall. One thing to note is that Akia has a tattoo of cherries on her left shoulder blade. When I was looking for a missing persons case, I went to the FBI website like I usually do, but I was really having trouble picking one. So this time I had my husband, Ron, pick one for me. And he picked a really good missing persons case. Akia's story has got to be heard. Akia was eight months pregnant at the time of her disappearance. And not only was she eight months pregnant, but Akia was going through an extremely high risk pregnancy. And in order for her to deliver her baby safely, she was going to have to have a C-section. Due to her baby being breached, but not only was Akia eight months pregnant at the time, but her daughter was also only two years old. May 3rd, 2017 was not only the day that she would disappeared, but was also the day of her planned baby shower. According to an interview on Crime Watch Daily with Akia's family, they stated that Akia had put down about $900 for this baby shower, and she was really excited to celebrate with her friends and family. There has been rumors that maybe Akia just decided to walk away from her life, but according to her family, that's not likely. Akia's daughter was just two years old at the time of her disappearance, and according to her family and law enforcement, those two were just very inseparable, and she was a really good mom to her daughter. But not only would she never just walk away from her daughter, they knew that Akia knew how high risk she was. Her family said that she was having trouble getting around, she was waddling everywhere, she was having trouble moving because of her pregnancy being so rough, and the fact that she was going to have to have a C-section. There was no possible safe way for her to be able to give birth to her baby, so they do not believe that she just walked away. Law enforcement has also stated to Crime Watch Daily that they actually did go and check multiple hospitals within a certain mile radius to see if there was a woman who had given birth matching her description and they have not turned up anything at all. In most missing persons cases, it's rare to get any type of camera footage of that person on the day they went missing, but law enforcement has been fortunate enough to actually get camera footage of Akia the same day she went missing. On the camera footage, it showed Akia going to several different banks during the day before she was supposed to be going to her baby shower. At each bank on their camera footage, it showed Akia withdrawing cash. And then at some of the banks, she was actually receiving checks from somebody. They do know who those checks came in from. And the only thing they don't really know for sure is why she was getting those checks and why she was withdrawing such a large amount of cash. And I think that's how that rumor started where, oh, well, she must have walked away from her life. But the more they kind of started questioning Akia's inner circle, things kind of came to light and started to make more sense. According to one of Akia's close friends, she actually had plans to move in with her unborn child's father. 
And this man, Andre Robinson, is actually a childhood friend of Akia's stepfather. And Akia was only 22 at the time of her disappearance, so obviously this man was quite a bit older than her. Once law enforcement found out this information, they felt that is exactly why Akia was taking out large amounts of money from her bank account. Of course, with any missing persons case, you're going to go to the place where they live to investigate and look around and see if anything seems off. And when they went to Akia's home, things were kind of off. Akia lived in an apartment in the Cherry Hill neighborhood in Baltimore. When they went to Akia's apartment, it looked like somebody had moved out of her home and kind of like it also had been ransacked. Law enforcement stated to Crime Watch Daily that they did, in fact, interview people around the neighborhood, but every single one of them said that they did not see anybody moving furniture out of Akia's apartment. But there was tons of furniture missing from Akia's apartment. Akia's apartment complex is not a spread out complex. Everything is kind of smushed together. It's really small. So somebody had to have seen something unless her furniture is moved out of that house in the middle of the night. The only main furniture that was left in Akia's house was her bed. But there was random things just left everywhere, like trash and clothes and just different things broken. So it really did kind of look like her house was almost ransacked as well. One thing that really stuck out to me was the timeline of these events. Akia was not supposed to move out of her apartment until May 10th, 2017. But she went missing on May 3rd, 2017, the same day as her baby shower. When she did not show up to her baby shower on the 3rd, her family obviously was extremely worried. So they went to her house the very next morning to look for her and her home had already been looked like it was ransacked through and the furniture was gone. It just doesn't make sense for Akia to move out seven days earlier and on the same exact day of her baby shower that she paid $900 for. I just don't see a mom missing her own baby shower when she paid $900 for the event. When law enforcement was interviewed for Crime Watch Daily, they said that Akia's apartment building had these dumpsters. And for whatever reason, law enforcement seemed to be really focusing on these dumpsters. They were kind of close to Akia's apartment building, and they believe that these dumpsters play a big role in Akia's disappearance. They, of course, would not elaborate that because they're trying to keep information close to vest. But they did say that it could either have to do with her furniture or it could have to do with Akia herself, which is a really awful thing to even think about. This is another one of those missing persons cases where law enforcement is keeping tons of information close to vest. But they have said that they have interviewed about 100 people about her disappearance. They had it narrowed down to 12 people that they were interested in, and now they said that they do have a person of interest but would not disclose who that was. They said that they have questioned the unborn child's father, but they would not disclose how he's acting, if he's cooperating, how many times they've interviewed him, and what the contents of the interview consisted of. But according to Akia's family, he has not participated in any searches. He won't talk to her family. And that seems really suspicious. This is your child. This is your unborn baby who's missing. Why would you not help? It just seems very off. But then again, everybody reacts differently in these types of situations. And we don't know how we would react until we are living it. But I do think it is very odd. Another thing that really stuck out to me during law enforcement's interview with Crime Watch Daily was the fact that the lady had asked the officer, is there any chance that Akia was targeted for her baby? And the way he responded just gave me that sick feeling to my stomach, like, oh my gosh, what if she really was targeted for her baby? And he just said, I cannot elaborate on that. And she said, is it possible that's what happened? And he said, again, I cannot elaborate on that, but I am saying that anything is possible. 
I really do hope that Ikea was not targeted for her baby. This is not the first time that we've ever heard of this and it won't be the last, unfortunately. Although law enforcement really won't elaborate what has happened or what they think has happened here, they do stick to the fact that they say this was foul play. There is no way Akia walked away on her own. No matter what, it is always scary when a loved one goes missing, but it's even worse when that person happens to be pregnant. There's a baby involved and I feel like the stakes are just much higher. So that is why I am really glad that my husband picked this case for us to share because it is so important that somebody out there talks because somebody knows what happened to Akia and her baby. Akia Eggleston is missing from Baltimore City, Maryland. She went missing on May 3, 2017. She was born September 6, 1994. She is an African-American female with black hair and brown eyes. At the time of her disappearance, she weighed approximately 100 pounds and is only 4 feet 8 inches tall and has a tattoo of cherries on her left shoulder blade. Although Akia was 8 months pregnant at the time of her disappearance, she would obviously no longer be pregnant. If you have any information about the disappearance of Akia Eggleston, you are encouraged to call the Baltimore Field Office at 410-265-8080. If you haven't already, I highly encourage you to join our Chromaholics podcast discussion group on Facebook or follow us on Instagram where I will have pictures of IKEA. Chromaholics, as always, be aware and take care. Music.